I have flown. I have sailed. I have moved about this world of ours. And ever in search of the finest of its kind, we bring you the top in pine killers. The creaking door. Manufacturers of State Express 3-5 Filter King cigarettes take pleasure in presenting The Creaking Door. Oh, 
Now, there, there, sir. I'll be Constable Simpson, all right. And here's my wife. Yes, we'll get you into the cottage and you'll feel a little bit better. Now, come on. Oh, no, no, please. 
Don't you see? I I need to feel reality around me. Henry, you mustn't excite yourself. If you want to talk, by all means do so. But perhaps you'd rather sleep. I never sleep again. I'm too afraid of waking up in the middle of the night and finding them there. Well, don't look at me like that, David. I'm not mad. Stop talking about being mad. No one believes you're mad. Uh, you feeling a little more relaxed? I don't know how I feel. Oh, well, you poor gentleman. You're shaking like an aspen. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Jump, sir, Jump, sir. Look, I think I'd better leave you. No, no, please, please. I, I want you to listen to me. I want you to listen to me without interruption. Even though you think I'm insane, you must not interrupt. Please, please, promise. I promise. If I'm mad, if they have caused my mind to snap, then you'll have to... Stop talking about being mad. Now, what happened tonight? Why are you in your shirt, trousers, and slippers? You're lucky you didn't catch pneumonia. Tonight, after I had my supper, and Mrs. Simpson left, I, I thought I stood on the radio. In case you've tuned in late, this is your own cheerful Charlie with his many quips, music, and crazy comments on the local scene. Oh, by the way, did you ever hear the story of a man who went into a departmental store? The assistant said to him, Yes, sir, can I do anything for you? And the man replied, Let's see. What the... I switched the door. What? Oh, oh no. No! No, no, no! Set. And when I turned round, he was standing there. I tried not to believe what my eyes were telling me. But there in the center of my living room was a man, dressed in ordinary clothes. A man you wouldn't think of looking at twice until you saw his face. It was the face of a gorilla. Is this a joke? Is that a mask? Are you from a circus? No. That will teach you to describe me as a child. <laughs> That is nothing to what I can do. Your name is Henry Cree. You have known your relatives. You live alone. How do you know these things, Alice? He's never wrong. Dreamy. I must be dreamy. Does that feel as though you're dreaming? Come. Give me your hand. Don't shrink away from me. See, the hair on my face. Do you think that is a mask? I, I, Enough, Hall. Uh, no, no. I have to You do. heard what Alex said. If you want this man to help you, you've got to restrain the theories that are within you. He didn't cause your face to become like that. He's going to help you. Aren't you, Henry Green? There she was, with a voice made every word a command. She stood there as though some magician had conjured her from the thin air. Never in all my life had I seen anyone so exquisitely beautiful. Nobody, Chile, no soul, could have ever depicted such eyes set in an oval face that has the expression of innocence and sensuality. Her long Grecian gown revealed her beautiful shoulders, and her hands with their long, tapering fingers 
seemed to suggest the very touch would set a man on fire. You... You know me. You have known me for a long time, Henry. Ever since Alex conducted his experiment on Paul, we have been searching. It was Alex who found you. I'm not a doctor. I'm a schoolmaster. I don't understand. There are some things beyond all understanding. Sit down, Henry. But I... You heard her. Sit down. Please, please whoever you are, I've not been well all day. I... I've had a migraine. You started getting those migraines about three months ago, isn't that true, Henry? Yes, yes, but how did you know? And when you got these migraines, you had to lie down in a dark room. You saw strange things. Across your eyes would come dancing lights. Isn't that right, Henry? Yes, the doctor, Dr. Cartwright, says it's the usual symptom of a migraine. Uh, overwork. <laughs> overwork. Shut up, Paul. No, Henry. If you are to help us, we have to remove all doubt from your mind as to Alex's past. Show him, Lorna. Show him. Let's have Alex's favorite. Let's see yours. How far away are you from the sea, Henry? Hundred miles. Hundred and twenty. Here. Give me your hand. Come on, Henry. Don't be frightened. Nothing's going to happen to you. Yes. She took my hand. How can I describe the silken softness of her skin? The tactile fever of her touch. Suddenly there's a sort of silence. So deep as the stunned one would have been back. And then... And then... Represented the white crests playing on the waves, a moonlit sky, and 
and the diving and swooping of the friendly whiteness of birds. And here they were in my cottage, sinister, evil, malevolent. Don't move, dare you. Now do you know why you've got to give me a human head? That is enough, Paul. All right, Henry. I think you're convinced. Thank God. They have. They're not here. But we are... Henry, do you find me desirable? <laughs> oh, here am I with all sense of reality gone. My mind's broken on the wreck of not knowing. And yet, and yet I do, Lord. I find you the most enticing, desirable woman I've ever seen or ever hoped to see. I, too, am under the power of Alex. When you have done Alex's bidding, when Paul's head becomes human again, then I shall be yours. Mine? Yes, Mine for always. Where we come from, Henry, there is no such thing as always. A second can be forever. Are we ready, Henry? Ready for what? For the next day. Oh, no. No, no, not the seagull. No, Henry. Remember those strange colors that you saw in your mind's eye when you had your migraines? Now they will become larger. You will see a million colors, and in your ears will be music that you have never heard before. It will mean, Henry, that you will enter a new phase. A phase that will bring you closer to my arms. Are you ready? Keep my promise. Welcome, Alex. Henry welcomes you too. 
Don't you, Homer? Yes. Yes. Good. You have done your work well, Donna. Tell me, Henry Creed, are you prepared to come with me into the vast regions of the unknown, knowing that Lorna will be by your side? Yes. Yes. You have divorced your mind from all rationality. You will no longer think in terms of cause and effect, rational explanation. Yes. Of course, Lorna has conditioned your mind, enriched it with a thought that while there was logic there, you could not possess her. But you no longer think logically, do you, Henry Creed? No. No, I do not. And you, Paul, you know the part you have to play? Yes, darling. Come here. <laughs> what is that for? Did I order you to administer physical punishment? Did I not tell you to keep in check your brutish strength? But he was running over to the telephone. <laughs> you tall, boorish gorilla. Just as Henry Creed's mind has become conditioned to what is going to befall him, so yours has become unconditioned. The very thought of having a human face is making you act like a stupid human being. Don't be hard on him, Alice. it was you who gave him the face. Perhaps I should have given him the body of a gorilla, too. Are you ready? He's ready. Aren't you, Henry? Yes. Yes, I'm ready. I knew then that I was hypnotized, that nothing that I said or did was of my own volition. Reason had gone and I didn't care. I didn't ask her. I was to assist in giving Paul back his human head. It was a dream, a nightmare, mental fantasy, call it what you will. Whatever was due to happen, I wanted that unknown desperately. The unknown meant Lorna, and the fire and the magic of her love. You're ready, Henry, aren't you? Yes, I'm ready. We must make sure. Make sure? Yes. You will not move. Neither by look nor sign will you notice the arrival of your friend. And then they came. First a young foe, the face of an old man laughing insanely. <laughs> And then an ambling ape with the face of an Adonis. And then there was a screeching seagull. They have gone. All gone. Even your beloved Lorna. Lorna, gone. She will be back. What are you going to do? That night... Oh, come, come, Henry. It is more than just a night. This council has worked miracles in surgery. I might as well tell you that in other spheres, I was famous for my surgical skills. And now, just lie here, please. Don't hesitate. Don't tell me the spell is not still with you. Think of Lorna. Yes, Lord. Lord. Now lie down here. Lorna has gone, but she will help you. Think of nothing but what we're going to do to each other. Think of nothing else, Henry. No. No, I won't. Ready? Ready. As Alex bent over me, the 
the scalpel seemed to have achieved luminosity. It glowed as if in an inner light. And then Alex's face became larger and larger. His eyes seemed to be piercing deep into my brain. The scalpel into my cheek, cutting my cheek. And then I ran. I ran out of the house. And here you are, David. The constable Simpson. And I can see by the look on your faces that you think I'm mad. If it means never seeing them again, I want to be mad. I want to be taken away somewhere. To be left alone. And be all right. Constable Simpson. Oh, is that the constable of Daleside? Inspector Crawley gave me your phone number. Yeah, what can I do for you? I'm trying to get out. Oh? Well, I'm trying to reach Mr. Henry Creed. He's the schoolmaster who lives in your village. Customer of mine. Yeah, well, what can I do for you? Well, the most terrible things happen. My assistant made a mistake. Instead of giving Mr. Creed his usual tablets for his migraine this afternoon, she made a mistake in the prescription department. It should have gone to the Berkshire Mental Hospital. He's been given lysergic acid. If he takes them instead of his migraine tablets, it, it could give him the most terrible hallucination. Well, too late. He's had them. There's doctors with him now. Why? I'm awfully sorry. I, I, I don't know what to say. Well, there's nothing you can say, is there? Now you'll tell, Doctor. Goodbye. Hey, Doctor, that there was... All right, I heard every word. Thank goodness it's not anything worse. <laughs> Henry... What you suffered from was a dose of LSD. Your chemist made a mistake. You've nothing more to worry about. I'll give you another shot, and by the morning, you'll be as bright as rain. LSD. <laughs> LSD. Oh, thank heaven. Well, I'll be on my way. Good night, Doctor. Good night, Constable. Doctor. Did you notice Mr. Creed's face? Looked a bit bruised, didn't it? Yes. And, and that nasty gash on his cheek. Well, how did that happen? I don't know. I simply don't know.
the manufacturers of State Express 3-5 Filter King cigarettes invite you to listen next Saturday at 9 o'clock when they will again present The Creaking Door.